Hello, my name is Ken, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is Family Redefined. This is the fourth of an eight-part series. I would consider at this time that you're at the halfway mark. But that's only if you have a total understanding of the message so far. If not, rinse and repeat. So we go to 1 Corinthians 2.14. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. In Romans 4.17 it states, As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations, in the presence of him who he believed, God, who gives life to the dead, and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. Want to know how to pray and communicate with God? Approach Him with an understanding of truth spoken in Romans. You call those things which do not exist as though they did. What? If they don't exist, how am I going to call them? Well, let's look at an example. Let's say that you are sick with whatever. You call healing as though it existed because in the moment on your body it doesn't. See, healing isn't necessary for our spiritually saved man as we are right now seated in Christ. Okay with that statement, I can see that we are going to have to drill down a minute to access the truth. Listen to the language and the very words in Ephesians 2, 4, 7. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love, with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. Remember, you have been made a new creation at the point of your salvation. Verse 6, and raised us up together. Notice the past tense in the statement, it has already happened, and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Okay, so we are already made, already raised, to sit together in Christ? This is all past tense. It has already happened. In verse 7 it states, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. I give just one of many examples of what this looks like applied. It'd be here that I'd insert a disclaimer, which is that if you do exactly what I did to get my back healed, and you don't receive yours, it's not the fault of either of us. It could be a plethora of things to which I will not be going into in this message, as I have touched on it in some of my other messages. Just because they don't exist here, Okay, so I just got back from church and I was still a bit fired up that I could pray for things that don't exist as though they did because, just because they don't exist here, they do exist somewhere. So I threw my back way out, working in the yard. I noticed as I was sitting contemplating what to do, that the pain was ever increasing, and it is there that I made the decision to get cleaned up and go to the hospital. As I got in the shower, it hit me that I was just chatting about the invisible being made visible by our prayers and faith. So I started declaring that my back was healed just as it is now, as I am seated in the heavenlies where sickness doesn't exist. Now keep in mind my back pain was about a 9 out of 10 for pain, and it was increasing by the moment. That is until my heavenly self supplanted my earthly sick self, and I was totally pain-free as I stepped out of the shower. Now what existed was my healed self, my newly created, created self. Hebrews 11, 1, 3. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, 
so that the things which are seen were not made of the things which are visible. Faith. Having faith is evidence of things we cannot see. The sky is the limit of your understanding this level of faith. Remember, it is one of your new abilities and responsibilities. You will need plenty of it as you walk with God. In Luke 8.10, And he said, To you it has been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. But to the rest it is given in parables, that seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not understand. The you he is talking about is the you that got saved. The others who very well may live in your household may walk around blind and deaf for a season before God Joshua's them. Joshua 24:15. But do not be discouraged. Do everything you can to be equipped for the work of ministry and become so strong and mature of a Christian that you remain when trouble comes. You remain so that you can be found standing. Mark 4, 11, 12. And he said to them, To you it has been given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, but to those who are outside, all things come in parables, so that seeing they may see and not perceive, and hearing they may hear and not understand, lest they should turn and their sins be forgiven them. Matthew ten thirty five thirty seven, For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's enemies will be those of his own household. I tried to get past it without stirring the leaves, but whoosh, there it is. Whoosh, there it is. But so look at what the God of love is doing. He said, I have come to set a man against his father. Intentionally, Jesus? My enemy will come from my own household? In my own house? Does it say will be? Not maybe? Might be? Nope. I know some of you are thinking right now about this one verse more than the healing portion of this little message that could. I have experienced this firsthand and know it to be the truth. Now, if you were all good and a bag of chips, you would agree. Then let it be. No sense making enemies to prove God right. He is right and he is love. Verse 37. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. The more than statement gives us some reprieve, doesn't it? But now we have to ask if I do. This statement requires some deep introspection, especially for those of you that traditionally place your mom and pops on a throne. Keep in mind this stuff is for the authentically born-again believer, not for the deaf and blind. And he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. What? My kids too? Now we want to keep it in context so that we can focus for a minute on the more than statement for some additional reprieve. But if you feel like this might be the case for you, and you should only make the determination if, in fact, it is true, then you can adjust accordingly. Hatred in the sense of hatred doesn't have to be a part of this recovery equation as you make the adjustments. Jesus did not hate his brothers and sisters, although you notice that they are not talked about a whole bunch in the Bible, not as much as his father. Okay, so, but because this section is so heavy, and there is a high probability that this just surprised many of you that it's even in print, we will break here. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from it. Together we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, still and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of life to shine through in the people's lives. Plant a seed and click on the like and subscribe button. 
Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep waters.